I'm Bobby. I'm Nate. Wow. NPR podcast? <laughs> well, it's going to be a... This is a podcast. I don't know if it's an NPR podcast because we don't have the rights. I think it. there's no one way to save baseball because it doesn't need to be saved, but I think what that game did is it got people to yeah. watch baseball in a different way for yeah. the first time in a long time. Uh, was it he refer- anyway? The video I watched, he referenced a tweet uh, from somebody. He's like, "Here's the deal. You guys, all, everybody has 81 home games. Every single team has 81 home games. Why don't you take one series and go play somewhere else? And and that might be and go the find thing- a, go find a fun location. Go find something fun to do. Well, that's what they go w- to a minor league." field well they started doing that with like the little league game the little league class yeah the little league in, in, in omaha or no in w- williamsport pennsylvania williamsport. did they do a game in omaha um no no, no that's where the college world series that's the co- is. they should do one in america well here's the thing about what's different about the field of dreams location versus those locations yeah the spectacle or the like the tangible movie Sure. to go and look at and to have reference to because the one thing Major League Baseball did do really right on that yeah. is they have they had that sheen on mm-hmm. it. They had that cinematography yeah. sheen of yeah. this is a they movie. Amped it up. They amped it up. Yeah, they did. But there was that like movie sheen on it, which is something that you can't have in li- like Little League World Series, Williamsport, yeah. Pennsylvania. Cool, they're playing. On yeah. the, I, I, like it just happened on Sunday. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't? No. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's that was the precursor to this, but like, if you could go, that's what makes the Field of Dreams so unique. Is that it's what a what the one example they gave is like the Marlins should go play a midnight game up in Alaska. Well, sh- uh, yeah, I think you're just gonna run into like the kind of I think circus sideshow. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting, but play a game in the midnight. Yeah, but who's going to watch it at midnight? Oh, America. You would watch it? No. Th- that's the question. This thing. Especially at midnight. If, if I didn't ask midnight? you to come out yeah. that night, would you have watched any part of that game? Mm. Would you have checked in? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, I need a definitive yeah. yes or no. I, I mean, I was watching like pregame stuff on Twitter. So. Okay. So. I had, I yeah, I had tangible interest. Well, because you're the person that baseball is. Supposedly trying to get. The person that doesn't watch baseball, and I think this is where they're so there's uh, there's so misguided because they there's nothing, yeah, nothing really outside of a huge spectacle that I costs. I never watched baseball. Yeah, and so it's it's hard to get people that have never watched baseball to suddenly turn and watch baseball. Yeah, because again, but they did. They did for that one game, and it was the first time. We should look up. Do we ever find out what that first, what that game fifteen years ago, what it was? Game 15 years ago. Because it was the highest rated game in 15 years. Oh, 16. 16 years. Sorry. Yeah. Highest rated game in 16 years. Now, was that just the height of people just watching baseball still yeah. on, on uh, television? Uh-huh. Or was it... We I, Did we ever find out? Did you ever no, read anything about it? Let's see if we can sleuth something out. Do you approve of my? Yeah, that's fine. Villagers most watch. Okay, so okay, okay. Let's we'll just go there. CBS Sports, maybe they'll reference. Sixteen. It said sixteen years. Yes. Okay. Fine. Oh my God. Since two thousand five. I'll fix it next time. I have no idea what the fuck that was. Uh, so look up the two thousand five highest regular season game. 
please. Do you know what I meant? No. Top rated regular season. 2005. See, the only thing, too, with access to information, you would think that it would just pop right up. Mm. Uh, when the okay, wait, wait, wait. Here, Fox News is gonna think come through for us. So, duh, duh, I just saw it when 2005, when the Yankees, Yankees took on the Red Sox in a contest that drew 5.9 million people watching. Okay, and I think so. That was just that was a Yankees Red, Red Sox, Sox game, game, probably late in the season. I would imagine, mm-hmm. uh, because that was that was the year the Red Sox went. Yeah. That was the year the Red Sox oh, went to the World Series and Yeah, oh uh, yeah, when they They were um, a wild card team. Oh, they broke their curse. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah there is the whole movie, Fever Pitch. Oh yeah. Well see again, that's the kind of movie magic that <laughs> Fever Pitch doesn't have that Field of Dreams had where you can actually set up a movie or like a like a at the end of the movie baseball event. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I don't I never I watched s- that movie. I saw that movie once. I never watched that movie. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to watch Fever Pitch. What's the other? Field of Dreams is a much better movie than Fever Pitch. You sure? One of them <laughs> is based off of a book, based in England. The other one is based off of a book that took place in Iowa. So they're both based off of books. Yeah, yeah. That was a trivia question the other night. Really? That Fever Pitch was based off a book. Yeah, uh, I don't remember who the author is, or it was about. Uh, it was about the Arsenal. <laughs> Yeah, like the Arsenal the soccer club, yeah. football club. Now talk about a sport that you'll never, ever get me to watch. <laughs> right. My God. I I have a hard time believing, and I'm sorry if you if you think, if you are very big soccer fans, I know we have some people in Europe that yeah. listen to this show, but if we, if you're a very big soccer fan, yeah. speaking from a person who has no idea what the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> it looks like organized chaos at it's, best. I don't, I don't know. It's, I believe there are set plays that they they have in their mind that yeah. they hope to run, but I feel they're immediately blown up the first no. time they pass the ball. Right. It's like, oh fuck, that's not going to work anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand like soccer at all. Like, how is it that that's the worldwide sport? I don't understand it. Well, and again, sorry, no offense to anybody <laughs> out there listening. I don't get uh, it. It requires a ball in a lot of open space. Yeah. That's why it's the most popular. It, so it's <sighs> fucking free. I don't. Yeah, it's nuts. It doesn't require any, like, you don't need a bat. You don't need cleats. You don't, you don't need any of that but shit. But it's not like it's, you to know, play. central, you know, like Western Europe is a destitute land that doesn't, you know, have anything going on for it like it's impossible for them to put up a basketball hoop and it's <laughs> well, in the, in, they can't you know but that's know. this is the nostalgia part of it too because i i do honestly believe there where i can share a similarity with football or soccer um that most of the fans would probably admit that it's nostalgia based i grew up watching it my my dad watched it my grandpa yeah. watched it my me in probably soccer more so than any sport yeah my mom watched it my grandma watched it there's like some everybody's there's a some fan. interesting things especially with the clubs how the yeah. clubs i find that the most fascinating and i'd love to see that like implemented in other sports here in that would be interesting. I think it's interesting. Like you're playing for you to be on this to, level, <laughs> right? Right. I think that's so fascinating. Well, and I th- I think it's because of how. And again, I'm really talking out of my my wheelhouse you're, here. Oh, you're this, you're not a. But I, every player, you're not a every player head? can be. That's yeah. what they that's what they call them over footy? in Europe. I think it's a footy. Oh, I anyway. have no idea. 
but like a player can be purchased basically so if they have a good yeah. player they can yeah. like put them out on loan basically like, right and they'll get money because they're playing their player like they're paying yeah. to have their player play for someone else so um that's interesting personally one of the reasons why i love baseball is the free agency and trades like i think that was i think that's one of the sure. most exciting things in in sport when we're talking about yeah. the i love the uh the midseason tra- trade deadline with baseball and especially this last one was really fun <laughs> Just, there's a lot of moves i don't like i don't understand it at all like the whole I, I don't like the, the idea of trading midseason i don't like it i think it's well, there are teams that, you know, that probably weren't considered to be contenders yeah. that are now contenders or like the Cubs are an interesting example. Like we went to Chicago yeah, and they traded off at like half their team. Right. But we so we went uh, knowing that that was probably the case because it was it really came down to like two weeks prior. Like if they they went on just like a losing streak, they just went on like a 10 game losing yeah. streak, which can happen to anybody. And that was enough to be like it's when they went on their losing streak, the Brewers and their division went on a winning streak and the the. Uh, gap was just too much yeah so and then they had a bunch of players that were coming up for free agency they were like we can't sign everybody there's a chance he might like trade them away and they might sign back with us i that might happen with at least one of the guys they traded oh, yeah. but rizzo uh probably maybe i don't know like oh, oh okay i thought you i thought you had something I, I know chris i know chris bryant said he would resign with the cubs if, oh. if, if, if he was traded and he was okay. one of the guys traded it's happened before yeah back back in the 90s and this is this is probably maybe where I became, uh, you know, my conspiratorial mind started going a little bit. Oh, but so the Braves won the World Series in 1995. Yes. Okay. I had a Braves shirt. Did you? Did yeah. it say World Series champions? No, it was Braves. Was it, it, was a, it was a baseball shirt that was buttoned up, and it was like Ooh. it was, was gr- a jersey. It was it was jersey esque. It was gray on one side and navy on the other side. Oh, with a really ugly. Up. It was. And it was like, I don't know why I'm buying this shirt, but I guess. I mean, I. Oh, you bought it? Well, no, like, for getting ready for school, first day of school. You know, uh-huh. hey, all right, let's go school shopping. Oh, so that was just like a. There was that. And I think I might have had a, like, a Warner Brothers shirt with. with uh, Space Jam? You know what? I take it back. No, it was Bugs Bunny and Taz, I think, were on this. This Braves jersey. This Braves jersey. That's about right. <laughs> like, well, uh, Turner, uh, Ted Turner. And yeah, t- yeah oh, TBS. Yeah, so yeah, that sure. would have been under. Yeah. Ted, yeah. Like TBS would have been under the Warner Brothers. Uh, yes. Yeah. World because Warner Brothers has, uh, Turner Classic Movies too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. TCM. Yeah. That would that would make sense. So anyway, um, so the Braves won it the World great. Series. Yeah. Well. Real winner. Real winner. And that's <laughs> set you in motion for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, I've been buying ugly shirts since then. Since then. So the Braves had a right fielder named David Justice. He was a superstar. And Old the, man Justice? The, and the Cleveland Indians, which was their name back then, not the, the Cleveland... Guardians. Guardians, okay? That's next year. That's next okay? year. They're the Indians until it's over. Okay? Yeah. So the Cleveland Indians... What do you think they're going to do with Chief Wahoo? You think oh, he's gonna... gone. He's gone already. Oh, Chief Wahoo's already yeah. gone? That was, a, that was a concession probably that should have come a long time ago. <laughs> I think it's... Mm, I mean, don't get me wrong... I'm not a Native American person, and mm-hmm. I'm not someone who's easily offended or care about their plight. Mm-hmm. This is all a joke. That's a joke. That's a bad joke. Anyhow, I get I, it's a fun name. It's it, it is a fun name. Yes, well, we, and I'm sure, but it like, is a gross stereotype of yeah. uh, of you know. 
I remember it. Uh, I know you're, 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 you're going to get to your story about conspiracy theories. Okay. I remember seeing a I guess I won't. a lecture in college. It was of it was a Native American guy, and it was talking just about the egregiousness of like mascots and just like, hey, why don't you check out this illustration of Chief Wahoo and see if you can spot the differences, similarities uh, with this Nazi illustration of what they think Jews look yeah. like. Yeah, and it was just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. What? What is it? Uh, <laughs> I can the movie? see that. It, oh, it's Borat. It's Borat when they come out and they have like the the running of the Jews, the running of the Jews, and everything. Oh like no! That. Kick the Jew egg. Yeah. Well, are you like? Mm. <laughs> I mean, but again, there's. Is there room for that in comedy? Yeah. Of course, yeah. there's room for that in comedy. Now, is there room for that in Major League Baseball or professional sports? We could probably Ooh. avoid it. We don't have. We can avoid it to not have the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The headache. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Time out. All right. David Justice. Can I get back to my fucking the story? David Justice. Okay. So that's, this, what that's what I'm doing. Okay. So. And before I, before I run off on something else. Okay. So Kenny Lofton and David Justice were Kenny traded. Kenny Loggins? Kenny Lofton. Okay. Kenny Lofton was a center fielder for the Cleveland Indians. All right. And Kenny and he Loggins was, he was one great. of the soft hit And Kenny Loggins is a great song songwriter from, yeah, the late 70s or late 80s. Don't forget Loggins Messina. Okay. There's. Yeah. He's a wordsmith. Okay. 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 Um, so Kenny Lofton was traded to the Braves and David <laughs> Justice was traded to the Indians. Okay? Yeah, right. And this is the year after the Braves won the World Series. They had yes. a stacked team yeah. and everything like that. And Kenny Lofton was perennial all-star. So was David Justice. They were both great. Yeah, old okay? man Justice. And so Kenny, Kenny, and again, remember, the Braves and the Indians just played each other in the 1995 World Series. All right, so they made an off-season trade with oh, each yeah? other, which is very rare, very rare. So they just got done playing each other. The Braves won over the Indians. And then they make a trade in the offseason to trade David Justice, arguably the biggest star on the Braves, for Kenny Lofton, yeah. one of the biggest stars in the Indians. And Kenny Loggins is one of the biggest stars of... Of the late 70s. Late 70s, early 80s. Mid 80s, you know. I think he fell off around 88. But um, Kenny Lo- Kenny Lofton, now you got me to say Kenny Loggins. Uh, <laughs> I want to get you to say Kenny Loggins at least once. Kenny, Kenny Lofton. <laughs> Uh, Close. Kenny Lofton went on to have the worst statistical year of his career oh. with the Braves because they were, and he was on a, he was in the last year of his deal. Mm. Okay, so he was a free agent at the end of the year. Where do you think he signed after with the Braves? He went to the Indians. He went he back to the Indians and went on to just, just be a, went on return right back to his normal self. And I thought those fuckers. Here's what they did. They're like, all right, we're going to trade you. We're going to get David Justice. Yeah. All right. You play however you want. I mean, I, that's probably unspoken. But he goes on, has the like quite literally the worst statistical year of his career before like obvious age decline like sets. How in. many how many years was he in Cleveland though? Here, let's pull him up. I don't know who Kenny Loggins is. Kenny Lofton. That's good. Kenny Lofton. You Kenny, think Kenny Loggins. Kenny Lofton has, and Kenny Loggins ever hung out. Well, so here we're gonna look at this, but remind me to talk to you about Kenny Loggins hanging out with Kenny Lofton. So here we go. Here we go. Let's look at there. So he was in Cleveland for one, two, three, four, five years before going to Atlanta for one year. Okay. Okay. He batted. Where's his average at? Mm. Oh, right here. So he batted three thirty three. Not bad. Right. That's okay, but his stolen bases. This is where the crazy thing because he was a stolen base guy. Okay, so 66, 70, 60, 54, 75. One year with the Braves, he stole twenty-seven bases. He mm-hmm. returned to the Indians, stole fifty-four the next year. They was all right. 
So that's a that's a huge outlier number. Anyway. I think that's here's the deal. He has, but his batting average. His batting average is fine. Again, like he's a free only, agent. There was only one year where this he is, like was better. Uh, had a better batting average. No, so, but what I'm saying is he was a stolen base guy. So this he is didn't the thing. Care. He didn't give a. He didn't uh, try. We're talking f- at least forty less stolen bases than he was coming into. All right, this is that's almost fifty. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just doing average here. I'm basing on these numbers here that we're looking at versus the 27, which is his low mark until the age then, 32 season, which is inevitable decline anyway for any player. But he's back down to 25. Yeah, but that's again, he's that's two years later on. Like that's that's normal for a 32 year old to start doing that. You say the 32 year old can't sprint as well as a 25 year old. Yeah, I think that's pretty scientifically proven. <laughs> I mean, anyway, my point is, is that he was not, he was not the, the, how old is Usain Bolt? Mm, I don't know. Late nine, uh, late twenties. Okay. But I think that's Kenny Lofton. Almost got you there. I think Kenny Lofton had a, there was an, uh, there was an understanding that we're going to do this because uh, David Justice was not on the same, uh, same, uh, contract schedule that so when Kenny Lofton was. David Justice? Yeah. Later on. How much later on? It can't be that many years. Uh, it was like the late 90s, early 2000s that David Justice went there. Mm, yep. 2000. Oh, wow. So he went from, yeah, in Cleveland. He was So he was there from, was for, he went on to hit 33 home runs and 101 RBIs. And I mean, that was his game, but. Yeah. Yeah, so he was with Cleveland for, then Three he went and to a half Toronto? years. No, that's his, then, that's total. So oh. that's he got traded to the Yankees midseason. So they're uh, combining his 2000 season here. Uh, so that's Cleveland. That's with the Yankees, and this is his total. So, but so the point is, is that I went to. Uh, yeah, what's the point? Well, that's where my conspiratorial mind started because it was watching those games on the Turner Broadcast System station. Yeah, um, I was like, no, this is he's clearly. Not the player that he sand, wants. He's just sandbagging he's it just, out there. There's something, there's something off. There's something off with this. And again, he's still playing well. But you're, you're not going to be egregious about it. You don't want to be like, oh, Wait, he's so clearly it, dogging it. So hold but on. The, was his contract up at the end? Of this one season with the Braves. Maybe then, he just didn't want to risk it. And again, that's last year, I think if, if, I think if you contract. go back to what I said, it wasn't. I don't think they talked about it and said, "Hey, go and play poorly for them." Just say, no, "Hey, we're going like, to trade you." Well, just listen. Let me talk to you because yeah. this is was also why we started talking about it was that there are certain Cubs players that can come back and sign with the Braves, and they've mentioned it in the in the press before. They said, "I would definitely sign with the Cubs," you know, even if I'm traded. Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that's talked about in the press. I think there was a conversation between Kenny Lofton and the the brass in Cleveland that said, hey, we're going to trade you, but we'd love to have you back. And that's it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, maybe. But I think we're going to trade you, but we'd love to have you back. My question is, so before you become a free agent, how many, and, and here, I think this is the interesting thing here, and I think this is the important thing, is that how many of them are going to be somewhat conservative in their play? Uh, that's an interesting phenomenon, I mean, but I mean, but right, that's you, not conservative. What we're looking at with stolen bases, stolen that's, bases, that's being conservative, right? No, no, you don't no. Want to, you don't want to like overstretch yourself and like. But what we're looking at here, getting, though, I mean, 
Every time you slide, it's it, especially into a bag, okay. it's danger zone, but man. But you look at his home runs, okay? Look look at home runs. 5, 1, 12, 7, 14, 5. Okay, that's home runs. He's not a home run no, hitter. No, he's not a home run he's hitter. He's not a... He's not and his batting average, I don't see in egregious swings. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a consistent batting average for sure. The thing that he... The, the egregious number is the stolen it's bases. Stolen bases. 66, 70, 60, 54, 75, 27, 27. 54. Yeah. The ne- next year when he goes back to Cleveland... One of those numbers is not like the other. Yeah. And again, if I'm a free agent and my, my calling card is stolen bases, well, I don't want to go out and be like, well, it's one thing if you get hurt. That's that's pretty, depending on the injury. Yeah. I mean, you're standing yeah. to lose money for sure, but yeah. it lack of production, you're also standing to lose money too. It's, it can easily listen. be understood that a player that had that drop off said, are you on something? What happened to you? And what I guarantees? What guarantees are we gonna that you're gonna get uh, back to form? Here's the: they don't care what your back to form is. Because yeah, they do. If if, if, he's if, no, if Nathan, if he's known for stolen bases, and then he doesn't steal, three, three, th- three, it doesn't three, three. matter. But it doesn't matter if you get on base and you don't actually do the one thing you're supposed to do, which is Where steal is bases. On base percentage, right there. No big swings there. So I mean, no, I'm just saying not. he got on base. He just didn't do the thing that made him actually good. And we, again, this goes back to you not watching baseball. You don't understand. Like it He's created havoc. OB, uh, he had it a, created havoc when you when he would run. He was one of the fastest guys on the team on the in the league. Yeah. And when you get on base, you run. That's it. That's all you got to do. And he Dude's didn't do got it. An on base percentage within like in the high three hundreds to four hundreds. You don't understand your, these numbers He's that got, you're looking at. He's got way, a but. batting average of mid 300s yeah. nathan he's what not gonna is, what, he's supposed to steal bases that's what he's supposed to do that's why he was traded that's why he that's why the braves got him was to be at the top of the lineup and wreak havoc and run how, he wasn't hurt how, he played again, a full amount me, of games how big, how big of an of the roster is major league baseball it's you can have 20 guys right no it's not a even 14 two man roster 32 man roster yeah Something like that, because rosters get pumped up to a forty-man roster in September. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't like, but that. Uh, I think that number's different now. But yeah. Anyhow, anyway, you're telling me that you've got a starter, and the only thing I give a shit about him is the fact that he steals bases. You are you've constantly gotten Kenny Lofton confused with Kenny Loggins this entire conversation. That's a joke. So having that's a joke. So having this conversation with someone who has no idea what Kenny Lofton. His calling card, what, why he stayed in the league until he was 40, okay, was that he was fast. He was still stealing 20, 30 bases when he was in his late 30s. Except for that one year when he stole seven, when he was 37. Well, and he also played 46 games. <sighs> okay. Oh, so, well, yeah. Well, how many games did he play in, in Atlanta? In Atlanta, 122. But that's not far off from, I guess, 94, 95. And, and then the next year he played 154. That's a jump. I mean, that's not, that's, yeah, that's what, two, two uh, DL stints as they were known back then. They're now the IL stint yeah. because we don't want to be, you know, insensitive to people that are disabled in baseball. What? Yeah, they changed the disabled list uh-huh. because it was insensitive to people that were disabled that they'd be put on a disabled list. So now they're just injured. Now it's the injured list, the IL. Because sure. that's going to get people to watch baseball. No, it's not about it's about being sensitive <laughs> and caring about what other people think. The uh, oh, and is also his caught stealings. That was the l- most caught stealings he's ever had in his career. Was with Atlanta, twenty. 
I'd I'd be curious where those are at, like within the season. Did he? I mean, did he get the picked off like three or four times, and then they just stopped sending him? No, no, no. Because he's like a, he's a play. He was a player, and this is also old school baseball. Is that if you his previous season he only he stole he got uh, caught stealing seventeen times. Yeah, and he stole so, seventy five bases. You understand, 75, 75 <sighs> stolen bases is 75 attempts. And then also add that to the 17, and then that's your total attempts. Hold on. So he what? only oh. attempted 47 stolen bases with the Braves. 47. He had 75. That he, that's he, interesting. He had, four, he had less attempted stolen bases with the Braves than in his previous five years with Cleveland total. I'm just letting you know, there's 38 million reasons why this guy had a shitty output on stolen bases. Do go back to your go back to your question, and yeah. I'm I'm gonna look at it as a question. You just threw it out there as like a blanket statement, yeah. having no idea what the hell you're talking about. What are you talking about? But players will generally incorrect. have yeah exactly. Players will generally, if they're healthy, when they're playing for a contract, have a career year. It's when they sign the big deal that you know, and it's regardless if they're playing in the last year of the contract or if they're playing like let's say they get an extension halfway through their deal. Yeah. Right. When it's when they sign that extension, that's when their play really drops off. There's a correlation between signing the deal and your play pro- uh, falling off. See, I'm here's the problem. Ready for this? You just went with the wrong stat. That's all. Uh, stolen bases were mm-hmm. his calling card, and this is the thing you don't understand. I mean, listen. You know, the, the, you, you are probably. He had 132 runs. You could probably look Kenny Lofton square in the eye. That's how tall he is. He's not a tall dude. He had 132 runs. He's six runs. foot. How tall are you? Huh? I'm 5'8". You're 5'8". So Kenny Lofton is two inches taller than you. Mm-hmm. He's not a big dude. He's four inches taller than me. You said 5'8"? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's that, how math works. That's how height works. <laughs> but, um, so... Look at his runs, though. Look at that. That's interesting. Yeah, he's on a team that won the World Series last year. They were fucking good. Yeah. Like, the thing is... I guess. You know what? That's an interesting... Yeah. This is an egregious number. As compared to the time, what was it? He played 148 games and only had uh, 96 runs. Again, runs—that's you getting on base and then someone else driving you in. You can't really help. You can't really help that. Like again, I'm not saying that he like he uh, struck out more or that he didn't try to get base hits. The one thing he didn't fucking do, he and you wasn't prove, trying to run, and he wasn't running. And you think that's you think that's because he's sandbagging it? I think it was a. Think I think it was a. You think it was a play uh, for Cleveland, or do you yes. think you think it not because it I'm not a, fucking happy that I got traded and I'm here down in Hotlanta, and everybody's getting ready for the Olympics or they the Olympics just got done, and I got to deal with this. No, I think it was a play because he went. Back, he went right back to Cle- in the suburbs. Who would, why would you be mad at Atlanta for trading for you? Why wouldn't you be mad at Cleveland for trading you? No, he's just unhappy with the situation. So. Again, playing that out, like you would leave, you'd be mad at I'm the team that try. traded you. I'm not gonna like. I'm here. What am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. And and if it, and if that's all it is, I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna if do that's my. That's all it is. It hurts my, the team they just lost the World Series to. I'm. Uh, what I'm gonna do is that's I'm why not it's gonna so try. rare. It's so rare to have that I don't happen. Understand baseball. I know, but here you are talking <laughs> confidently, like you did think you, ever, you know what the fuck you're talking about. Did you ever hear about. that story about the syphilis? In, the, in baseball? Uh, no, in the suburb of Atlanta, like right as. Right as the Olympics in 1996 were getting ready to pop off mm-hmm. in Atlanta, there was this massive syphilis outbreak 
in one of the suburbs, the suburb that was like hosting the horse events. Okay. And just turns out that, oh, there was just the entire high schools were just having just wild sex orgies. And just everybody is like, what? What correlation does that have to do with the horses? Well, I'm just letting you know that it was it was a home of an Olympic event, like that suburb. So we're not going to draw a line between syphilis and no, horses? No, but or? everybody's like, we got to keep this on, under wraps because we can't have all these fancy horse people coming to town and saying, hey, uh, what's this I hear about your town having syphilis? Hmm. You know? The whole town. The whole town's got syphilis. Like all the high schoolers did. They're like... Hey, why is there just a major syphilis outbreak happening amongst like our? You're not going to offend fancy horse people that way. No, no, hold on. They're if not going to. If I know ha- fancy horse people and I don't, I think they probably would be offended by massive amounts of sexually transmitted diseases. Here's the thing about fancy horse people: they're not fucking staying there. They're staying in a nice place far away. No, oh no, they got to be close. Kind of... They got to be close to the horses. No, Bobby, it's... you got to be a. I know that you've worked, I've been around. I, you've, you've been worked. You've worked with horses. No, I've worked with fancy horse people. Okay, but okay, they gotta a, be. They gotta be there. No, twenty four no, seven. Their handlers are, have to. These be are there. horses that fly on planes, Bobby. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> these, these so they're are, not gonna slum in Syphilis Town, Atlanta. No, it's a no. It's a it was a fancy. It was a nice suburb. It was like a. It was like a white suburb. Oh, so only white places uh, can be uh, fancy. I'm just saying, like upper middle class white people mm-hmm. massive syphilis outbreak and people need to be closer to the horses those two things <laughs> i just wanted to see a paper that was like well like they started fucking horses that's what happened i don't know and there was some weird syphilis thing that happened with fucking horses yes. or i guess horses fuck you right the, the, In, i don't the pre- i just prefer the term horse fucking i i mean i made oof. a i made a small video Horses can kick, man. I don't know if I'd want to. I had a hard enough time cleaning out their hooves. Yeah, hooves. I mean, because yeah. they kick. Have you ever been kicked by a horse? Uh, I've never been kicked by a horse. I was stepped on by one of our uh, draft horses as a child. Ooh, as a like, big fucker. Yeah. So yeah, we. So as a child, mm-hmm. we had draft horses because my father, in his, you know, infinite wisdom, love. Uh, he just decided. You know what I want to do? I want to like. I got like six acres here. I want to for- farm it with horsepower, like old timey days. <laughs> old timey horsepower. And it was just the giant biggest pain in my ass as like a child. <laughs> that would be because it, it was like it's I'm almost out, like, like being Amish. I'm like Amish light here, yeah. you know. It's <laughs> like I'm a quarter Mennonite. Just <laughs> I'm sitting there running around, having to like go out in the hot sun and like you know we're like bailing shit. And I'm like, what is? How many kids have to do this much manual labor for their parents' fucking train for their hobby? Hobby, yeah. You know, right? Like, like da- you know, my dad's model train hobby means I have to do this amount of manual <laughs> labor, and I'm like, this is horseshit. I have to dress up in this <laughs> stupid outfit. I didn't have to dress up in a stupid outfit. However, so like, yeah, so we had big draft horses, and uh, so would you I was have leaning into a barn and stepped on my foot, fucking hurt like hell. Oh man, it was bad. It swelled Did up, swelled up real good. Didn't break, break or anything. anything? No, no Nothing? breaks. Or at least not that I know. It's like no, like I went to a hospital. I well, why would you? you well, I don't believe we're horse horses. people. We don't believe in hospitals. <laughs> yeah, you're Amish light. We're not going <laughs> to trust <laughs> big medicine here, right? Um, I can I can just see you like plowing with the horses and just seeing yeah. a trailer slowly pass by you. 
Like, this is bullshit. Fucking, why can't we get one of those? Like the worst, like probably the worst was the one year where we we had corn. We we had corn, mm-hmm. and we went through and we hand picked and shucked the entire field, and like that's what because that's what you did. That's what they, six acres. Yeah, that's Total? what. You, yeah, that's wow. what they used to do. They just you walk through. You, so he won like an artesian like a yeah. <laughs> It was just learning like, farm dad i ugh, and having to get up and like okay hey we got to go feed the how long did it take you to pick six acres of corn it was a by while. hand it was a while Oof. it was not fun it was just you know you just you know how slowly many, working on it how many horses did your dad have he had uh i think the most we ever had uh actual draft horses was four Okay. And then we had a couple. We had like an Arabian that like was wow. my that was my brother's, and hmm. you know he was she was uh, she was just an old pony that you know every now and then someone somebody'd go and ride. And then we had we had another. Then she had a couple of colts. I'm just trying to think of like the cost of the total amount of horses feeding, oh. taking care of them. Right. If that You're all equals me. one tractor. No. Well, <laughs> not, right, and because it wasn't about it wasn't about Bobby. It wasn't about producing. It wasn't about making money <laughs> it was about connecting with you know your agriculture i mean agricultural heritage uh-huh. it's just like did your dad grow up doing that um i don't know i no, they didn't have horses I, they might have had a horse mm-hmm. or two um because he was he was born in 49 so they did and i think they did more milk they did more dairy than, so this goes back to like the nostalgic aspect of baseball, kind of like what we were talking about sure. earlier. Yeah. Um, I was talking with a mutual friend of ours today about um, Mad Men. Yeah. And I, I said, you know, I just I couldn't get into it. It seems like a, a show that's for people that are nostalgic about that time or that idea. And I, and I compared yeah. it to people that are overly proud of their Irish heritage. It's like, that's it, okay. That's in, and it, me, it worked for him as like okay. an analogy. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little too proud of my Irish heritage as well, so that's probably a good analogy. And I'm like, I, and you it's got just a problem with Irish people who are celebrating their Irish heritage, though. It's it's so it's egregious because you're a racist. Well, I'm half Irish, Irish, so I'm people, so. so. <laughs> no, um, but again, it goes into like I think it, I do think it's you know what I feel like Irish are like the Cubs fans of correct nationalities. of nationalities exactly. <laughs> you're like, like I get it. You're just a little I bit too proud. Yep, you're. Just, you've got a lot of great history, yep. and it's very fascinating. Everything that you've done, uh, but could you just dial it back? Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. And it's also also it's fake. It's, like you're like you're celebrating all the fake stuff. Yeah, you're, it's like, you're like celebrating uh, Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. Well, it, it's <laughs> a know? Cubs. It's a Cubs fan that's never been to Chicago. That's what it oh, is. Oh, it, that's oh, what it is. Oh. Like you're like, oh, you're so you've been to regular. No, never been. Never been. Like, well, fuck, man, you're like. 45 yeah. probably get on that i don't know if you're such a huge cubs fan like you got it's, a license plate you got the hat you got the jersey you named your first kid bernie or whatever the fuck and like it, uh, it uh, I, like the, I like the name addison when i was i thought that was mm-hmm. i remember saying like oh that's a that's an interesting name but anyway it it, it that is a good comp that's yeah. a good comp <laughs> yeah where you're like <laughs> it's not that i have a problem with you yeah but it's a little too much and i need to dial it back you a little bit dial it back. and the same oh. thing with mad men and i'm gonna tie it back to like, your dad was doing like is this a nostalgic thing where you're like uh again i am a cubs fan that's never been to chicago yeah. like it's 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 nostalgic for nostalgic's sake yeah. where it doesn't really remind me of anything because i think that's the problem with baseball right now is that people they you want to have this nostalgia but well you know if you're 
if your team was blacked out or you didn't, you know, you didn't sure. live in the city where yeah. your team was, like you don't have that or connection. Or you just need to connect with some teams, so you just latch onto one and yeah. Go and from so there. in like Iowa's weird because I you get like Iowa's weird. You get Cubs fans, you get White Sox fans, you get Brewers fans, you get uh, Cardinals fans, some Twins yeah. and Royals, but you don't really have anything one thing to latch on to sure. it's not like boston where yeah i grew up my dad was a fan my grandpa right. blah, blah 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 i've always had season tickets i am basically oh, yeah. the entire plot of fever pitch right <laughs> you keep bringing that up you should really watch uh, it, listen i'm a big jimmy fallon fan so mm-hmm. don't get me started mm. yeah on, we won't get you started on old jimmy, jimmy um no i think uh so but, but why that, did my dad why did my dad i i have a weird appreciation for the difficulties of yesteryear like you or your dad i know I, I and i i do as well okay like i find like when i i love collecting vintage video equipment like mm-hmm. if i can find old video equipment or old film equipment i purchase it because i think it's fucking weird now i'm not gonna go back and like and start making movies and shit mm-hmm. using vhs or so or, or force your children eight. to do it force my children to do it but i'll be like <laughs> oh man ain't that cool I, no, like so there's something I find it. So I, today I watched an interesting video of uh, the court is uh, the corridor crew. They're a group of visual effects artists in California, okay. and they've got a YouTube channel. And they just they do some, they just do they do little weird video shorts, okay. um, like as like full on. This is a completed fictional piece, or like, hey, here's like a fun little short video of a guy getting chased, uh, like Mario Kart style. Okay. And stuff and with a lot of visual effects put into it. And every so often they, they do like, hey, let's see can we recreate this super old uh like uh an old video, an old film special effects. How long how fast can we recreate it? And so they went through and in, in a day recreated the trench sh- shot from the first Star Wars film. Uh, episode four, New Hope. Okay. So the the going through the trench, the trench run. Okay, gotcha. And just like how long, hey, we're going to be able to recreate this trench run shot and we're going to do it in less than a day and we're going to make it look 30 times better than the original because, hey, look, notice how like... Technology's better. <laughs> well, it's just like, hey, uh, notice, how, notice how this X-Wing fighter is like in complete full light as compared to look there's shadows here in the trench there's one shadow here notice how when they shoot their laser beams that there's no light getting reflected off of anything it's just coming out of there's just a weird streak of light it's not like illuminating Mm -hmm. you know the sides of the trenches and stuff like that yeah so i so watching them talk about this is how you had to do this. This is how they made their master plate. This is how they shot their separate elements. This is how they composited it. All of that. I find that very interesting and just helps me appreciate my job. I feel everybody who does nonlinear editing like I do and you do, mm-hmm. I feel like every one of us and everybody from now on to the end of time should try to manually or linear edit yeah. because it is fucking frustrating and it's so fucking difficult and just makes you appreciate how you can do things today as compared to it's you a, used to it's a lot like to. writing it's a lot like writing like it, that's what i find when uh songs or just even just writing works of any type of thing like yeah. if, if you get into the screenwriting or anything like that like it is so hard to just pop in 
in the middle of something and then just start and go. You, you really do have to like yeah. have the flow of everything going and then be able to pop in and just hope for that inspiration or that new thing that happened. Right. And it, yeah, to be able to visualize it as you're going through and cutting tape and then piecing yeah. together. And then you got, yeah. now I got to watch it. Now I got to see it, you know? And to, yeah, the amount of, the amount of work that it would take to just even make simple cuts, simple little cuts. Yeah. Be insane. It's, it's, it's so weird. So I think that's where like, I think I, I want to say that's where like my dad, you know, came like why he latched onto that's, this. That's fair. I, I just, I think he just, you know, talk, listen to old timers talk and you know, this is, you know, what you do. This is what you had to do. It's a weird thing. Like my wife wanted to make the bed the other day and I'd love to see where this is fucking going. Well, she, and, and, and I've heard it before. It's not the first time I've heard, but like, you know, it's a military thing. Like if you make your bed, you're, oh. you can be more organized in your life or anything sure. like that. And I'm like, in principle, I agree with it. Sure. I can see how it's true. How about that? I can see how it, like it sets you up for, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle the day. I'm going to tackle I've the day. I've got my ducks in a fucking row. Right. I think there's like 15 other examples that you could make for doing the same thing. Like yeah. if I make my own breakfast or if I, you know, like water the plants or you know feed the dog or anything like that, like the same rules apply. Like I got to get shit done. But uh, it's, it's a weird thing. Like I think that's nostalgic biz. I think it's like, well, I always made my bed when I was a kid or my had to make my bed when I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Or something. I didn't have to do that, but never. Some, some people never, it never made sense to me. I'm like, why am I sleeping in the bed? Is anyone else sleeping in is the bed? Is anybody coming is it into, into my, into my room, room that I should know of that like is going to judge the house or me right. or anything like that? No. So that never made any sense to me. And thankfully, my parents were rational enough to be like, you don't need to fucking make you your bed. Need. But I think it is one of those things like, well, it sets up discipline. It does all this stuff. It might. It might. I'm not going to discredit that it might do that sure. for some people but there might be a litany of other things that do yeah. it for other people as well so yeah. to your dad's point like yeah it probably maybe instilled something in you but like there's I, probably a million I, different other ways to yeah. get to that same no, point i just like appreciate it you should, i feel like everybody should and i think that it maybe it, you appreciate it but also just understanding our past everybody well, should everybody should understand I think and that just goes maybe to me and may, and I'd also a credit to my dad to like constantly learning, constantly seeking out information, constantly mm-hmm. trying to understand what is happening in any situation. Okay, why why are you doing this? What's going on yeah. here? And just trying to like pick apart and try to understand everything. And I think that might have been his way of like just trying to I mean, you want to appreciate it, but also like has a be- greater understanding. I certainly have a greater understanding of agriculture, nineteenth yeah. century agriculture yeah. than, yeah. than a, a lot of other people. You know more about it than you do Kenny Lofton's uh, playing career, right? Or Kenny Loggins, quite frankly. Quite frankly, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's just it's a you know, I appreciate. I understand it, and I think I have a greater appreciation. And you should—I think you should find that in almost anything and everything. I think you should understand any kind of where the historical things are coming from, whether that's the history of Vietnam or. Well, yeah, and it gets crazy with extreme examples. Like, but you should, yeah, you should actually understand like all the things going in and what we're kind of experiencing right now with Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I think I think it's fascinating (laughs) actually when you peel it all back, and there are 
documentaries and stuff that I've watched where it's so dense where you're like, I need to watch it like five times to understand even the names. It's kind of like Game of Thrones where you're watching, yeah. you, like the first time you watch Game of Thrones, you're like, yeah. I, I get it. But then the second time you're like, oh, I know those names and everything like that. Right. That always happens. I think the other thing too is that it's the problem with like the education system, like mm. where yeah. you're done learning for the day to your point of like continuing to learn. It's not encouraged to continue to learn and do work afterwards. You have like homework that you have to do and yeah. you have to turn in homework and you go to school from set time to set time. Right. And then I, I know I've told the story before when I sold my car and the guy was uh, homeschooling his kids that bought it from me. And it, I haven't told you. I don't think I know this no. one. Um, so I was selling my car. Uh, we were touring and we had two cars and we didn't need two cars. Yeah. So, you know, poor musician. I'm going to sell my car. And so um, I found there was a guy who was going to buy it. Um, he had three kids and he was homeschooling all of them. And I'm like, well, that's cool. And so we got to know each other as we were selling mm-hmm. the car and stuff like that. And as we went to the bank to get the, the check and everything like that, the kid had a question about something in the bank and the dad, to his credit, it always stuck with me. He was like, well, don't ask me, ask the teller, you know, like right. it's in the bank. So just go ask him. <laughs> and then the kid was like, excuse me, ma'am, blah, 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 blah. And she explained it. And I was like, well, that's, that's how you educate. I mean, that's uh, fucking awesome to them. Their days are just learning. There's no, there's no like, oh, I'm starting and I have to end here. And then like the aversion to going to school. Cause there's, everyone likes to go to school to hang out with their friends and stuff like that. But that's the only reason I went. And that's the reason that's why the most reason I stayed in baseball oh, and yeah? track because you're friends. Well, then I wanted that asterisk <laughs> next to my name, but it's, it is it's a problem. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, uh, it doesn't facilitate learning outside of school. There's a clear sure. set beginning and end to your day. And then there's a set task that you have to do. And then the encouragement to do anything outside of that is really, you know, non-existent because yeah. I was, uh, I was my, so my wife's a music teacher and she was, um, we were just talking the other Quit day. Bragging. <laughs> Quit bragging. Quit right? bragging. Hold on. Thank you. That's what it was. It wasn't bragging. Just yet. I just wanted the right. This is America's Heroes. America's Heroes. The toughest. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to be just as patronizing as corporate media. <laughs> exactly. That's that's all we're going for. It's a joke. You know, we have to explain the joke. It's always a good one. This and one, this, scene. One, this one's for you. But I, I've been telling her, like with the Rick Beato videos that he does on Autotune, I'm like, is there a way to explain to your your kids, you know, like your students, like that that Autotune does this, that this is how easy it is to yeah. do. I could take you just speaking and make it into a sounds like sounding like you were singing and singing well. And um, to your point of just like your dad, like just to see how it's actually done, just yeah. to understand, like yeah. not even, maybe not even learn like. An, an extra lesson from it other than wow that was fucking tough to do yeah you just right. understand be like wow it is tough to sing well yeah and if i hear this mm, they're not singing as well they're mm. si- that's that's manipulated that's yeah. something extra onto it and th- that would be on my side that's the kind of appreciation i would be looking for but okay so how does those so you feel Mad Men is just nostalgia jerking off um. Y- yeah, I think it's for people that want to remember that time in that that way. Yeah, that sheen. They want that that film noir style of life. That's what they. That's what they picture when they think about Ireland. When they think about <laughs> the Cubs. See, and I th- when they think about. I think the thing Mad is, Men. you're not watching Mad Men enough. I've seen probably five episodes because it's not very pleasant. Uh, it's a very it's not a it's not a happy existence. I'm, I'm gonna go back to Django Unchained. Okay. Okay. It is different to other people. 
the first time we saw Django Unchained when we were one of five people in the fucking audience was different than when we saw it two months later in a packed house full of people laughing at things that were like, oh, that wasn't funny. Yeah, no, no they're just using the N-word. Yeah. 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 In, in that, in that, <laughs> yes. That's what you have to take into account. You're watching Mad Men in a different way than I think a lot of people watch I Mad think Men. a lot of people just, I think a lot of people who are, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. They just latched on the aesthetic of Mad Men and not like looking at, hey, look, look at this. They don't see subtext. They don't see subtext. Hey, but no, they're not even... It's not even subtext. Rampant alcoholism and abortion and uh, holding women back and sexual harassment isn't subtext in that show. It's like it is when they don't get it. It's full front. Well, that's them, and uh, that's something to lean on. Pieces of shit. I think it's, and uh, while I do think that the aesthetic of the 1950s, early 60s, is something I am very fond of. I really enjoy like that uh, time. I think it's very interesting styles, and I enjoy it quite a bit. But it's—I would not ever want to live in the 1960s or 1950s because. Uh, well, I kind of look at maybe another comp is uh, like Frank Sinatra and the Crooners and everything like that. Yeah, a lot of people look back and they're like, "Oh, Frank! Oh man! Oh, he's just such a great." Like, no, he would—he would have you fucking hurt and or killed. Like, yeah. I mean, they're they tied to the mob. Hey. Like, it was. It was not this, oh, well, geez, they're just having fun out there. Wow, they're look just, at them. They're, they're wow. just a swinging bunch of parties. Just guys. as a cool bunch of dudes. Yeah. That, there is the element of people that watch Mad Men that also think Frank Sinatra was a super cool dude and like yeah. really nice and fun and never. I want to be the, I want to be the Brat Pack. Not the Brat Pack. I want to be the, the Brat, Brat pack. pack. I don't want to be the Rat Pack or the, or the Brat Pack, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, maybe the Brat Pack, but. You want to be? <laughs> no. Who would you be? No. I, I don't want to be Are you Rob Lowe? <laughs> Can I? Ooh, can I be can, Rob can Lowe? You be Rob Lowe? It's still Rob Lowe. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Is Demi Moore in that? Is she in the Brad uh, Pack? I think she. I don't know. I I want to say Ali she, Sheedy. No, I don't know. Here's the deal. I don't give a fuck at all about <laughs> me neither. Like that. that you know, but, talking about a period of time that I am have zero. Well, not zero. Oh, like, see, I would go back. With a lot I would of love with, to go back to the eighties. Uh, no, I think that's the perfect time no. of like. Credit cards and excess and no. actually good drugs. No, because it's just uh, no one pulled you over su- for anything. Super you high. You literally super kill somebody. High inflation. No home ownership. No. It's very difficult. Depends to, on like, what you're doing. If to, I'm in LA in 1985, wealth, there's a lot. Of I don't just, want to own a home. Oh, there's just a lot of garbage. But going back to this nostalgic, okay. uh, this place because it's it's not a world like I'd, I'd be interested. To go back to it. I think there's interesting sides of it. I think there are yeah. some interesting stories, but the way that it's portrayed in pop culture and the way that it's portrayed in mainly film and TV is that it was, uh, it, into, I guess it's to the point of what everyone was saying, what, that they had a problem with make America great again. That that's kind of what people thought that's when America was great. Yeah. yeah. And so, whereas <laughs> it's kind of coming full circle, actually. Okay. Whereas I, I don't necessarily disagree with the the sentiment. Like, I I, I don't want to defend one side with, without defending the you other side. You just love racism. <laughs> well, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> that's right? it. Is it comes down to either I say, like, this time's a piece of shit, but also the reasons why they're saying make America great again is because they're hearkening back to this time. Yeah. Right. Well, I also don't want to defend the people that are saying that they're hearkening back to this time. I don't want to defend 
because I think they're both pieces of shit too. Like no, like that. There are people who don't understand context and don't understand history. Quite frankly, I, I, the amount of and the amount of people like you go back to the nineteen nineties, nineteen eighties, nineteen sixties, seventies. Everybody's like, oh, the good old days. Oh, the good old days. It was just so much easier. The good old. Well, I don't know if we can say that though. Actually, everybody, everybody. I don't know if anyone said the twenties when they were when they yeah. were. No. You, you really think there's you, a lovely people that lived through the Great Depression. You think when they are in their 40s in the, what the the 40s, 50s, like when they're growing up, not they're the, like, but it's not the 40s and 50s. So if the but 19th, when they were children, all right, the and then they are they are adults. OK, yeah. now, and they're like, oh, I just wish we that. didn't have much, but we had a lot. We had a lot of love. And, you know, sometimes I do. I don't mind thinking about because we didn't understand exactly how poor we were and and that kind of horseshit. It, I'm just maybe, but I don't think. I don't think it exists. No, I don't think it exists. We didn't understand that sharecroppers were getting beat to death. No, I'm pushing back. I'm pushing back on this because here's the thing: they didn't. There was not this uh, set uh, complacency or like the status quo. I think the status quo was established in that 40s and 50s range. Like this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get the house, get the job. The wife stays home. They have three kids. The kids go to school. The kids get in trouble. The kids uh, yeah. find a job. Yeah. That wasn't set in the 1900s, 1910s, 1920s, 1930s. No. It was Every, being established. Everybody like has this weird appreciation for how things used to be. And sure, I, and that's that. That is that's why every but every generation. Is shits on the generation that's two generations younger than them because but they like, don't appreciate, they don't understand. But like every nationality has kids a heritage and history. Wait, hold on. Days. Every well, and that's a whole separate argument. Okay, that's a whole separate discussion. But every nationality has a history, right? But we yeah. can all agree that like the Irish take it a little too far as far as celebrating their own history. As far as, and I'll even say it's the it's like the Cubs fans. It's not people that live in Ireland that are doing it. No. To my knowledge, it's the people that had their great great grandmother come over uh, in yeah. Ellis Island, and they're like, "Oh my God, I got to send my kid to Notre Dame because God, they're Irish and Catholic." And oh my God, and back like I've never been to Ireland. I can't remember even like I have right. my whole family lineage, all this stuff ready to go. Like I can show you this, and sure. the only thing I've known is this, and I'll just go see Gaelic Storm and all these bands playing all the time because God, I love that music and everything, and uh, just. I want to go it's, and drink a Guinness. It's I enjoy which, Guinness, which I know. I'm more of a Murphy's Irish stout, by the way. Just FYI. Well, but again, the, the, we've talked about when too, I went to Ireland, it was a lot cheaper. My my point is, is that every nation has a history, right? But it's not taken yeah. to the lengths that that American Irish take it to. Correct. Sure. So I, every I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna every decade has or every generation has nostalgia in their own way, right? right? But some generations take it to a point where it's a little egregious. Like the fifties, people romanticize the fifties the same way people romanticize the Cubs and Irish. Yes. Okay. Can we boil it down to that? Yeah, that's it. It's it's a weird it's a weird manufactured nostalgia. It's not it's it's nostalgia for a thing that didn't really exist. Correct. It doesn't really exist. Correct. But your nostalgia about it. So I'm gonna go ahead. I'll go ahead and say the South as well. Um, people like you know, sure. hey, you know my rebel heritage. I'm gonna fly my Confederate sure. flag. It's, yeah, it's why heri- that it's Heritage, it? not hate. Uh, and it's just this is a legitimate disconnect mm-hmm. of what history is uh, compared to what you think it is. And yeah. it's just something that's might I don't know what's uh, 
how has it become homogenized and uh, commercialized? Commercialized. I, I mean, that's I guess. really what Is it kind of comes down to. It. It's it's the country music of the world. It's like you know we're gonna dirt roads and Daisy Dukes and yeah. you know bright lights and all this shit. Don't get me started. But that's what it comes down to because yeah. it, it quickly becomes commercialized. And again, a lot of it's... I don't know I, if it's I, commercialized. I don't know what it is. Well, it does when it comes to things like Mad Men or country music or any type that... You keep th- laughing. Uh, it's not Mad Men. It's... Because I mean, you haven't watched... Uh, you don't, you're out of your element, Bobby. <laughs> oh, how does that feel? How does that feel? Huh? Oh, is this frustrating? Oh, is this what it's... Is that what it is? It's frustrating? Then what's the big deal? I don't understand. <laughs> well, I can use it as an example because I think I know... No, I, I think I know a little I, bit more about it like as far as I think, I think what it's too, going for. I know there's I subtext there's, to it. I think there's too many people who latch on just the, to the aesthetic because it's cool and it's very modern. I mean, Cigarettes, it's it's, it's literally... And smoking and then smoking. Uh, hey, you know what's fun? Smoking and drinking and having cool modern furniture. I mean, the idea of modern. I love that. That's one of my favorite things in the whole because I love modern furniture. Like me and modern furniture, like we go. Don't. Way I'm not going to get you started. Go way back. I'm I love it. I love modern furniture. To with, save the entire audience. I love it. Uh, keep what anyhow, we have. So it's got a really, it's got a really great aesthetic. It's mm-hmm. very cool and it's very hip. And the fact that like <laughs> that's modern. That I find it interesting that we're talking about designs that are that are sixty, seventy, eighty years old, eighty years old, mm-hmm. like modern, starting coming out of the arts and craftsman industry. Yeah. Uh, a- anyhow, the idea uh, that that's modern and that's still the moniker that we use for it today is, you know, I can find a chair that is designed and built today, like in the past year, and they would still call it modern. Uh, and it's very re- and it's reminiscing, harkening back to uh, the aesthetic of Mad Men. Um, okay, and that's what people like because it's cool. You know what else is cool? Sure. Drinking in the middle of the day. You know what else is cool? Well, yeah, smoking cigarettes. No one's <laughs> denying that. No one's denying that. And so people are but just the, la- but, people are latching onto it and just uh, which, by the way, all being removed. By the way, Irish Cubs fans and uh, Mad Men. That's what they all drinking in the middle of the day. That's what they got. Is that it? They got all that in that's common. That's it. They got all that in common. Here's the deal. And I have no problem with it. I have <laughs> a problem though with it being uh, like I have a problem latching onto it. How about that? Because I don't have a problem that it exists. You don't celebrate day drinking. <laughs> Someone who is, uh, has an affinity for boat life, yeah, uh, should <laughs> right. Don't uh, right. Don't. Uh, <laughs> I just don't think it's ever been effectively put into the pop culture way in a way where i'm like you're right you know that's it and maybe it's always sunny has done it it's always sunny has has made but again they play on mac having like super (laughs) irish like we're an irish catholic bar of course we're an irish catholic bar where's our bible why don't we have a bible all this stuff blah blah blah. um but they play on that yeah right yeah so they're touching on all those things yeah i think i would love to understand and i maybe there's just it's a ken burns documentary just waiting to happen like, what's this weird thing where people just latch on? Maybe it's because it's there's an entire holiday that's based around drinking that everybody celebrates. St. Patty's Day? <laughs> sure. Or, or yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, yes. Is that what you're going yeah, for? Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Is that this is, I mean, I don't know. As compared to nobody understands Cinco de Mayo. I, I mean, yeah, because I could say the same thing about Cinco de Mayo. I mean, how many? Except, except for here's the deal. We don't, I mean, as a child, as a child in school, we didn't celebrate Cinco de Mayo, and maybe it's because I grew up in uh, Iowa in the in the nineties. And but how many <laughs> holidays are based around getting drunk? Uh, not 
I mean, it's oh, it's come ex- on. Ex- it's acceptable come to on. drink with almost all of them. No, well, not really. No, no, we're talking. Yeah, major holidays. Let's go. Let's go look at the list of major holidays. Not va- so none. Bullshit. None. Bullshit. Halloween. Major U.S. holidays. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's. I don't think everybody. People don't celebrate drinking. They don't celebrate drinking. It's sitting around watching football, waiting for food to be. But they don't celebrate drinking. Oh, I'm gonna push back. As, as compared, and we're gonna to have ha- our listeners. As compared to, we'll start off New Year's Eve, New Year's th- Day. That is a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Cool. Hundred percent. All right. The we're epiphany. gonna we're gonna get rid of the. We're gonna go state <laughs> holidays. Okay, state holidays. Okay. All right. Because right. I, I have a real hard time with Christian and Orthodox. I think, yeah. And, all right. Martin Luther King Day. No. I'm no. going to give you that one. I think, yeah. Most okay. we, maybe we could start at MLK Drinking Day, but. Um, I've tried. Robert E. Lee's birthday. Now, these are, wait. No, no, no. We're wait, 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 wait. We That's only all. in Mississippi. Yep. So, all. All states. Although it is interesting. Mississippi and Alabama celebrate Robert E. Lee's birthday. First day of Black History Month. No, that's not it. Nope, nope, nope. National Wear Red Day. Damn it. (laughs) National Freedom Day is apparently not a national holiday. So I'm going to go and say Valentine's Day. I'm talking like... Yeah, we're talking mainstream. Do you celebrate drinking on Valentine's Day? No. Um, But you drink, though. You, you go. Out, you go out to yeah. You go out to you dinner. You go out to children. It's not. It's not the same way of New Year's Eve. I'll I'll grant you that. So maybe this okay. is more of a middle middle ground here. I think it's yeah. President's Day. N- n- no. Susan but B. Anthony's birthday. We're getting into the big ones here. Okay. Oh, yeah, here's a here's a big thing. That's interesting that it's not on here. Oh, there it is. Uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Absolutely. The the I find it interesting the disconnect between religion and Mardi Gras. That is like nobody understands it. Yeah, because it's a weird thing. Because well, you introduced uh, the Good Friday getting drunk. That was not. Oh no, that that was just me. That that was just like me as a child. Well, I don't think that you're like, alone. Mm-hmm. I would. I would again go into my my thesis that also. What, what's the what's one of the biggest drinking days um, for local bars is December the 20th, day before December twenty third, um, and the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, is maybe that's it. It's probably probably more the day, but Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's both. It's both before the yeah, before the holiday. Yeah, people because yeah. everyone's in town. Everybody comes back to town and then goes out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, St. Patrick's Day. We can clearly state. Yeah. Yes. Texas Independence Day. Mm-hmm. That's March second. Cinco de Mayo. Um, where do we got that here? No, we're in April here. Um, Easter. Is that a drinking holiday, Bobby? <laughs> My family, it is. But well, well, that's Good Friday, right? Hmm? Yeah, Good Friday. You're gonna you're, you're not gonna supposed be the to drink one. on Good Friday. You're not. Why not? Huh? No, you're supposed to. I mean, that's like the the day you're really the, supposed to be the, good. That's the most of the solemn day. Hey, man. I what? When did I start Catholic school? It was in first grade. Yeah, didn't pay attention at all. Could give two shits. That's on you. The entire time. That's on you. Well, why? My God. You gotta pay attention. I remember. I remember being told. Who Jesus Christ was, and I'm like, what? I've never heard of this dude. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> like, seriously, news to me. I, so I got in trouble in first grade. We moved up from Florida. I'd gone half of my my because my parents you know just didn't give a shit. Um, so I went half of my first year at a for in first grade, and then I moved up to Dubuque, and then 
It's moving you in the middle of the middle, year. Middle of the year. And so like there was a long time. This is when I went trick-or-treating in a, in a in, hotel. At a hotel. Uh, a motel. 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 I had like a month and a half off of school. Like, where, like I could have gone, but then they're like, well, I mean, he could What's just wait. Point? What's the point? Because I think I was waiting for the next trimester or whatever the fuck it was. So I was just off. And so I get to school, get in trouble for something. They have all the all the uh, prayers posted, like five prayers posted on yeah. the board that you can do. And like say like say five Hail Marys. I'm like, uh, what? What? I have no idea. What we don't we've never gone to church ever. I this is again just Ooh. like a. I went to public school. Never once was God, Jesus, anything like that. Never ever brought up whatsoever. Yeah. And you would think even like my parents are going to like brace me for like what the hell I'm going into. Like, hey, you know, so you're going to go to this school. And so let me tell us about God. We'll tell you about Jesus Christ. No, it's just like, mm, no, we think this is right. Here you go. I don't know. Just throw you in here. And so I'm going through. I'm like, uh, Jesus, who, what, what's this Jesus Christ thing? And I had like an old school nun. And it was like the first year that they couldn't hit kids with rulers. And there was one nun, and I talked. The, I talked to the nice nun about this one, but there was one nun that was just like, she she would hit the table like because she, she couldn't hit yeah. the kids anymore. She was so pissed. And uh, but I remember being like, "This is Jesus Christ, fella. Who? What's going on here? What's, what's going on with him? What's what's his deal? What's this about? Why why is this so long? And why does it not read like a book? Like this is this is crazy. Anyway, being That's ex- funny. being explained uh, who Jesus Christ was by a nun." in first grade was something she didn't have to do a lot. That was all, that was all work you do before you get to school. Yeah, you should. Okay. Can we ask, uh, I want to learn more about George's state holiday. No, 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 no. Oklahoma We will go back, we'll go back. We're going to go, we're about halfway. The Kentucky Derby? Absolutely. We didn't, we didn't celebrate that in school. No. I don't consider that a holiday. That's not a, that's not a holiday. But you drink at it. Yeah. Of course. Okay, here we're First getting into the- First day of Asian Pacific American no, Heritage no, no. Month. Cinco de Mayo, boom. Yep. Did absolutely. you celebrate that in uh, in school? No, I didn't celebrate in school. Did you celebrate St. Patrick's Day in school? Well, I, I just told you I went to a Catholic school. Did you go to val- did you celebrate Valentine's Day in school? We had Valentine's Day. Okay. I want to say at some point we celebrated Cinco de Mayo in, in high school. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, especially in Spanish class. Yeah. Especially in Spanish class, absolutely. Didn't drink, though, because I was in high school. Um. So then we get to Memorial Day. Where's yeah, Memorial Day? Yeah, Memorial Absolutely, Day. boom. And I, but Memorial Memorial Day shouldn't be about drinking. It, it is, and too many people do. It's about it's a day off. This is my whole point. My about whole getting point. Drunk on it's about getting drunk on Sunday. Uh, Juneteenth Day. Uh, no, people aren't getting drunk on that one. But well, it's only a matter of time. Listen, there is already June. Like as soon as as There's soon so as many. The, Look at how many different. Why is this? Because it's not it's, federal, or it just became federal well, this year. Not a. Oh yeah, here's, this year. Yeah. So it's got a federal holiday distinction, and then the state observance. Yeah, because it's like, it's been. This has been the thing that's my, going, been going on forever. But my now, my question is like, no, when no. was it enacted, Juneteenth? As far as like, I'd love to see when all of these individual states enacted their Juneteenth celebration, because. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's all within the past ten years. I'm gonna like well not, for sure, yeah, for absolutely sure. There's no question of that. Yeah. But the other thing that's interesting, it's Juneteenth, Juneteenth National Freedom Day, Juneteenth Independence Day, like all these are yes. Juneteenth Day, Juneteenth yeah. Freedom Day. Yeah. I so believe, are all these different distinctions? As see no. which one gets to the 
no. finish line no because no these are this is broken up by state bobby well, so again, why does every state have to have a different way of saying the same thing if it's because, a federal because holiday? It's not, because it's not. It, it just we don't have a, Martin Luther King. It just became a federal holiday this year. So all of these okay. Juneteenth National Freedom Days. We don't it, drink on it, so we can move on. Well, no, we can as, we can move on as it becomes a day that is a national paid day off. It is going to be a day of drinking. Did you know Wednesday, October fourth, is Barack Obama Day? Only in Illinois, you fuck. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't be peddling that horse shit over here. Oh, wait, we're, we're Independence Day. Absolutely. Independence Day. It's not a day of like. What the fuck are you talking about? Focusing only on drinking, dude. What are you Asking, talking about? What other things? How many what other things are being celebrated on on St. Patrick's? You're day? giving people the excuse to sit around a fucking grill, drink all day, and watch fireworks at night. That is. But they do so much more. They also oh say. My God. They, you are being obstinate. You know that everybody sings, fucking uh, Lee Greenwood's "Proud to Be American," and that's about <laughs> it. But there's more to the holiday. No one can. No under, one's saying no one that there's not more to all of these holidays. There's as absolutely. Compared, but as they, to, are they being used to just get drunk? That's I. Fe- I feel like the, I feel the number of people who celebrate the Fourth of July, Independence Day, as like an actual like. I am being like thankful and understanding and reverent of the country <laughs> is 10 times, 20 times more than people celebrating. Hey, remember that saint who like drove all the snakes out of Ireland? There are so many people yelling at their, their, their phone or whatever. I think, every, their podcast I think everybody, device right don't get me wrong. Cause you are so stupidly wrong. About There's a lot. One. You're you wrong. Th- you think, hold on. You don't think that the you, people, you think a majority of people, not a majority well, that's what I'm talking about, though. That's what I'm uh, saying. I'm saying like You're the number about of boat- people who are excited and interesting and celebrating Irish heritage on St. Patrick's Day is not is even comparable to the amount of people who sell like who are like happy and excited to celebrate. If there was a way we could track the drunk people from St. Patrick's Day and just even throw it up against Independence Day, I would love to see those numbers. They are very close. They are very close. I, okay, I think th- there needs to be some kind of dial of like <laughs> how like legitimacy of like celebrating what this actual day is. No, 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 no. That's this is the thing. This is what I think maybe we're disconnected. Okay, it's not about what the day actually means. It means what it means to the public. It means it it it's what this because we can all agree like Labor Day is coming up, right? Right. To people, Labor Day is not a day of sitting around getting drunk. All right. It's a day off. People do get drunk on it, but not in the same way that like Independence Day or Memorial Day or Cinco de Mayo or St. Patrick's Day. I think people are confused about Labor or Day. even or even Valentine's I Day. I think people are like I probably people drink more on Memorial Day. Than sure. They, they, I think just because it's the kickoff of summer. I think Labor Day. It, but again, like in the Labor public Day. eye, Labor Day is not a day like, hey, let's get fucked up. You yeah, know, I don't think people understand Labor Day. No, they don't. But that's again the point is not understanding. Do I just understand more? You think you understand more. You don't understand what I'm saying to you right now, which what is ironic. What are you trying to say? <laughs> that we're talking about holidays that people are using to get drunk. That the predominant point of this holiday, regardless of what its origin was, yeah, is now to get fucked up. Like New Year's Eve, Memorial Day, Labor, or uh, uh, July Fourth, 
Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't it doesn't matter if it was about driving snakes out or if it was about you know anything. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It, the day it now today is sitting around drinking, eating food off of a grill and watching fireworks. That's what it means. Into Labor Day, like I'll give you the point. In like half of Valentine's Day, like I don't think it's even half. Come on, think about the people that don't have people. Think about the people that don't have love in their life. If you don't think they're going to drown their no. sorrows in alcohol, now it's not. It, it's not. They're not marching in the streets, Bobby. No, and that's they're why, not marching in the streets. That's why drunk. I gave it to you. That's why I gave you it. Like people aren't marching in the streets drunk on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, on no uh, one's on, marching on, in the streets on Fourth of July. No I one. don't think they're marching in the streets. Day, here's here's re- so, uh, day drinking. I don't think that. I think day drinking happens in all the ones I've said. Not even Yom Kippur. Well, I, I mean, as a man who identifies as a Jewish person, we don't we don't get drunk on. What about Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> now we're into a little bit of a dead zone here. Why are people getting tanked on uh, Columbus Day, Bobby? Well, because I think it would be in bad taste. There's another. I mean, it's a federal holiday. People get they got the day off. First off, you should that should be a day off of school for the kids. <laughs> I'm always fighting for the kids to get the day off of school. Yeah, that's because you don't want your wife to work. Well, well no, and, and then I just feel like, you know, if if I had a day off of school and those kids don't have a day off of school, that that's kind of a good You think Halloween's about day drinking? No, no, I don't think Halloween's about day drinking. I think it's an interesting holiday that sets up this run of accepted national holidays like Thanksgiving, where that absolutely is about day drinking. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's not it's I, not to the same level of like, let's get fucked up. But it's also to the same level of like, I hey, think, am I showing up here at 11? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take a beer. I think that there's a big difference between struggling to be around your family and using alcohol as a crutch to deal with them and getting blackout drunk marching in the streets because okay. of because of Ireland. OK, well, you are so <laughs> far off from all this like you. Are you just think, doing this I to be a dick? I think there's a are you. Are you just not listening? Like, it's like it's it's not people getting blackout drunk to avoid their family. Okay, they're not getting blackout drunk, but they're drinking. But they are it, like. But compared to compared to St. Patrick's Day, so you're Day. saying that people on Labor Day get the same amount of drunk, plus or minus, as they do less. on 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 uh, they do on la- on Thanksgiving. I think they. Mm. You think people are getting. I think people are getting less comparably drunk on, drunk on Thanksgiving as they do to Labor Day in comparison to like July 4th or St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to give you some leeway. I, I f- like me ranking. Okay. I'm going to go and say. Okay. You're not listening. Yeah. Wait, okay. What are we trying to do then, Bobby? I'm confused. I'm saying Thanksgiving yeah. is closer to St. Patrick's Day than it is to Labor Day. Now, you seem to be in the party that Thanksgiving is closer to Labor Day if we're just putting it into. And I want you to defend that. I think that. it's probably right in the middle. The, are, are, are we talking about drinks or like I'm getting drunk for the only reason of getting drunk and I don't understand why? It doesn't matter how drunk you get because everyone gets different levels of drunk. Okay. I'm just like, it could be a bad fucking November for people. That's why they're getting drunk in fucking Thanksgiving. All right. That doesn't matter. Some people, because again, these are, these are uh, outliers, right? Some people get drunk at fucking Thanksgiving because that's just what they fucking do. Who knows? Whatever. We're not talking yeah. about ranges of drunk. We're talking about the ability to day drink, right? The I'm going to start drinking today at noon because fuck it. I guess it's Thanksgiving. 
We don't do that in Labor Day. We don't do that at Valentine's, well, to your credit. Yeah. But we don't they do, do that, that for Labor Day. But people get drunk on Sundays, as compared to... I'm just... It's lumped into the weekend. Do people drink more on Labor Day, or do they get drink more on Thanksgiving? Is that the question? Do people do more day drinking on Thanksgiving than they do on Labor Day? How about that? Yes. Okay. Because so is it- they generally don't work on Friday after Thanksgiving. Not because it's a day off and they're drinking. Labor Day's not on a Sunday. Labor Day's on a Monday. Yeah, that's why you don't get blackout drunk on on Monday. <laughs> okay. As compared to people getting blackout drunk on Sunday. So it's just the time. That it's just, Sunday so, before. So that's why this year. Monday observed. So that's Monday why. Observed, wait, no, no. So that's why this year when 4th of July fell on a Sunday, everyone else got July 5th off too because yes. it was a continuation. So that proves my point that most, people. No, most, no, that proves my point that it's all about getting fucking drunk so that you can't go to work the next day. No, Sunday. That's why they want to make the day after uh, New Year's. They, obser- they observed. Day after it, the Super Bowl. That's why they want to make the day after Super Bowl a national holiday. Yeah. See, that's one that's not on this list. But that's not a national holiday. It's not. But, but they want to make one. But kind of is. Because the amount of people that call in sick. Yeah. You're not wrong about like the reason, like the logistics of the day that it falls on a holiday. But also. I, I think like, there's, I think there's, there's a, what I was saying, but, what I was trying to say before. Okay. There's a disconnect for the reason for the holiday and day drinking. No one's and gonna. I, and no I one's like, gonna argue that. And I feel that. And you need to. You need to hear that. And I feel like it's greater. In St. Patrick's Day than any other holiday. Sure, sure. Okay, that's what I. That's what I was saying. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm saying that there's of the all the accepted national popular yes. Yes. big holidays. Yes, I think a majority of them are just reasons to get drunk. I don't think so. I think people. I, I know because you're not listening. <laughs> I don't. I no. I'm, I legitimately think that people don't celebrate. I I legitimately think most people celebrate Thanksgiving not as an excuse to get drunk. Then why is the day before Thanksgiving one of the biggest bar days? Because everybody's in. Because everyone's in town, and everybody and like everybody's it. getting drunk. And, no, because it's about coming home. No, it's and, not. And homecoming. Yeah, yeah, sure. And everybody and, coming together. Yeah, and Mad Men was about this wonderful nostalgic time of the fifties. I don't know. It's not. Well, no. You see what you're saying? Like it's it's like you're gonna sugarcoat it, like because everyone's gonna be like, "Hey guys, I just want to sit down." And trust me, it happens in my family where they're like, yeah. "Hey, let's go around the table and say uh, whatever yeah. we're thankful for." And yeah. everyone goes, "Fuck no, no, I don't want." Because also, no one goes through like, "Hey, let's remember the remember the pilgrims and they landed on Plymouth Rock, and then yeah. we remember let's let's all take time to do this." No, no one fucking does that. No one does that. Some people do. Sure, some people, and we call them crazy people. Yeah. Right, most people want to sit around and watch football, eat a bunch of copious amounts of food, and drink beer and drink whatever, as they as they slowly hang out with their family throughout the day. Yeah, that's what people do. Yeah, but it's not. But it's about being around family. Like that's the core. <laughs> that that's the core of uh, of the holiday. <laughs> the core of the holiday Dude. is not drinking. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, you're gonna. No. The core of you're the so core wrong of Thanksgiving. This is drinking the core of yeah yeah because it's uh, yeah it's a you can sugarcoat and be like yeah it's around about being around your family yeah and it's not as egregious as like a saint patty's day i'll, gra- I'll grant you that yeah. but it's there it's there i think have you ever been to a thanksgiving without any booze uh yeah how fun was that it's always awkward okay uh then we go on to i mean th- christmas right i mean hanukkah i but, we don't really. Yeah, Pearl Harbor Day. 
Black Friday. No, we don't really. No, that's not a day drinking. Some people drink. And some people. Depends on how ladies the like day get, went. Ladies like getting their wine in their in their thermos, and then they go and drink in the line to go in the shoppings. You saying guys don't like to get wine in a thermos? I don't like it. No. But uh, yeah, Christmas. Like mold wine? Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Is that one about drinking? Hmm. Is what? the core of Christmas drinking? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's the same thing with it's the same thing as Thanksgiving. Coming from the guy who says I didn't understand Jesus Christ. Was <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. No, it in the New Year's Eve, of course. We're back. We made the whole loop. We made the whole one loop. crazy round about this, you know, crazy start. I'm, I'm going to now every fucking holiday. I want to at least check in with you. Yeah. Whether or not I'm day drinking. Yeah. Yep, um, and I want you to not observe. gonna be day drinking on, uh, on, on. And I want you to observe, and I want you to observe everyone else. Like if you're at a if you're at a family gathering, how much I, day drinking is going? Because I cannot, I cannot think of a uh, a family gathering. Not day drinking on Valentine's Day. Sure, you can keep coming back to that. That's fine. Most people have to work on Valentine's Day. Yeah, right. So it's not that's not a. I can sit. I can uh, give you that. Right? Yeah. I can. I'm be not like, day drinking on Labor Day. Yeah, and I can give you that too. I'll but be drinking on Sunday drinking, before. But you're day drinking on July 4th. You're day drinking on Christmas Day. You're day drinking on Thanksgiving. You're day drinking on St. Patrick's Day. You're what day drinking I on Cinco de Mayo. You're day drinking on Memorial Day, for fuck's sake. And you have to go to work the next day. I generally don't. Bullshit. Bullshit. No, I was a, with you Memorial Day. What was I doing on Memorial Day? You were day drinking me. with me. What was going on that day? We were day drinking. Where? Here, I believe. Was that here? At my house. I don't remember this. Cooked out a bunch of fucking food. Oh, Memorial Day? Mm-hmm. This year? I'm almost positive. Oh. But again, you know, it's convenient memory. Uh, nine times out of ten, when we have to go, we go down to, uh, what's it called? To Rock Island Arsenal, to the cemetery down there where my wife's grandfather is buried mm-hmm. and go and watch them uh they do a little thing down there for uh all the people who've died in Great. service of their country and that's what i usually do on memorial day a lot of people just put on american flag t-shirts and then go and drink at a bar it's, or a marina think, or a boat i think it's really weird just, I think it's a very odd disconnect between. Sure, and that's a whole separate discussion. It doesn't. We really don't have time for it. But oh, we don't. Well, I mean, as far as like getting into the disconnect of every what individual are we doing holiday, on Memorial Day, the thirty first of May. Was that thirty first of May this year? I believe so. I don't remember what's going on. It's always well. I should. I should say that Memorial Day was. So I think it's usually the third Sunday, third Monday. Um. Yeah, it was the thirty first this year. Was it the third Monday? Is it's it always the thirty. Monday? It's always the thirty first. It's not always the thirty first. It's oh no, it's Monday. not always the thirty first. Jesus is Christ! It the fourth it's always Monday? the fucking Monday. Yeah. Is it the fourth Monday? I should know this because my birthday falls on it every seven years. But yes. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's a weird disconnect between. But you still get people getting drunk going to work the next day. Yes, because it's America, and then that's part I know, of it, I and that goes into your disconnect. But it's not the it's I not the wait. conversation. I cannot wait to see all the drunk Juneteenth pictures this year. So last year or this year, okay, this June, this past June, world's first recognizes holiday. It was kind of like 
a last minute thing. It was like literally like just thrown in right at the last second, like the week before. Hey, by the way, yeah. Joe Biden's president and we're going to observe Juneteenth as a national holiday. Just the virtue signal to our perceived base. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I get it, but. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, Right. I mean, here's the deal. I mean, would it piss off a lot of people if, if Donald Trump made Juneteenth a national holiday? <laughs> that's the kind of gunslinger <laughs> I wish he was. He wasn't, that, but I mean, yeah, that wouldn't. That would also been like uh, pardoning Julian what's Assange your, and everything what's your, with that what's as your well. What's your opinion on Juneteenth? I, I'm sure I, it, I have no problem with it being a national holiday. I'm pretty sure, like anything else in our day, it's been overly politicized. Yeah. As a, as a mechanism to get support versus what it actually meant. I think to your a, credit of or to your point of like not understanding what the actual event was or the mm-hmm. reason why it just yeah. becomes another thing. I think another that's, thing. yeah, I think like that's president's day. There is already like mattress day sales. Like yeah. as soon as it was announced, it's like, Oh, Hey, it's the Juneteenth mattress day sale. It's like, well, it becomes a situation fuck. where it, it stands for something else than it actually originally represented. Yeah. Going and, back and into our conversation about like the fifties and nostalgia, like what you remember in your brain, what you, what you believe it stands for, is different than right. it actually was. Your understanding I, of I, anything, like your understanding of history, of, of what you think an event is, and trust me, I know, because I put a lot of thinking into like what I think something is, and then I don't know, and then I do find out, and then I'm like, well, I'm a dick. <laughs> you've never gone through in my head, audibly. In my head. Yeah, you've in never sold head. that to anybody else. Well, no, why would I? Because that means I'm wrong. Exactly, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, well, there's not, no way. Not in public. Kenny Loggins <laughs> was a great leadoff hitter for the Cleveland Indians. At no point <laughs> did I actually think that Kenny Longfoot was the guy's name. Kenny Lofton. <laughs> Kenny Lofton. It had a T in there. Kenny Longfoot. I mean, Kenny he Long- was fast. Uh, he that probably Kenny did. Longfoot. That he had like an eight foot stride. Kenny I mean, Longfoot actually sounds like a very Native American <laughs> name, honestly, ironically. Anyhow, I no point that I actually think Kenny Loggins and Kenny Lofton were the same person. Right. I know that Kenny Loggins never played for the uh, for the Atlanta Braves. I know that. I understand that. I don't. Maybe he had a. He was drafted. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. He's a he's a Renaissance man. It could it could happen, but no. It's the it's the <laughs> to be able. I I don't think you've ever. Have you ever admitted that you were wrong to me about something? Um, I'm sure I have. Really? I'm a humble man. Uh, I know it's hard to believe. Are you humble? You, I mean, you are, you're, you're humble as far as, but you can also have this condescending tone. Uh, and I don't think, I don't think you realize I it. think that's perceived. I don't know if that's real. I, I'm right. around, no, no, I'm around you with other people a lot yeah. as well. <laughs> like where we're meeting these people yeah. for the first time. Like, and, I, and I come off as condescending. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just hip and cool. Well, you think I, so you think I come off as condescending? I think you can come off as condescending to people. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed that that a little bit the other day. When? Uh, so after rev- so we were, uh, so when you weren't there, you weren't there. Go on. <laughs> and so uh, we were at the we were in Dyersville, Iowa. Okay, gorgeous. It's where they had the Field of Dreams. Where game. they had the Field of the Dreams game, and there's a giant mural that says, "If you build it, oh no, is this heaven? No, it's just it's Iowa, 
and it's got like pictures of uh, the White Sox ghost players coming out of the corn. Yep. And uh, some people who are from Chicago. Chicago. Uh, they're like, hey, can you take our picture in front of this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, of course, sure. All right, because that's me. I just like, yeah. I want. You are a nice guy. I I'm want not to, saying that. I want to celebrate, and I want more people to feel welcome and and all of this right. coming into town. Mm-hmm. So I was doing this as part of the television program mm-hmm. <laughs> I make, by the way. Uh, and so uh, our cameraman was recording me taking a picture of these people, mm-hmm. and I sat there and I took their picture. And I said, I'll enjoy beautiful Dyersville, Iowa. And then, like, I wasn't looking at them. And then I'm like, man, the tone. I sound like fucking, like, kind of like a dick a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So you think I come off as condescending? You can come off as condescending. Because I know your your tone with that is you're... You're talking about beautiful Dyersville, Iowa. You're not talk <laughs> you're not saying beautiful, beautiful Dyersville, Dyersville, Iowa. You're not saying it. I'm but a sincere way, person. But it's it's almost to a fault though. Yeah. When it comes to people that you've just met. Cuz I know for our other show that we do when you're when you're set to do interviews with people and you're asking them questions about throwing axes and everything like that. Like what? what is this? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, like oh. when it when it comes to that when people don't know you. Yeah. And you're just coming across to them the first time. And when you're just saying things oh. to them for the first time, they're like, are you fucking with me kind of thing? Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it is. Like, is this a joke that I'm not in on kind of mm-hmm. thing? You know? And some of them it is, but some of them. Well, and that's to your point, to my point then, is that you are coming across as condescending. No, I, no, I think Because no. you also have a problem with people that t- take things way too seriously. And you think that people that take like, something like axe throwing seriously are taking it way too seriously. If you take your axe throwing league too seriously, I might find fault in that. But here's the thing. What's wrong with caring about something? What's wrong with giving a shit? What's wrong with caring about uh, nothing? I I want you to enjoy it uh, as much as you can. But don't come in like. But it's your job to ask them questions about it. Uh, Yeah. And I I feel like I ask poignant questions. Mm. It's always women who have a problem with me. That's the problem. Yeah. Because apparently I don't know how to talk to women. Because you come across as condescending. I only come. No, because it's only women. It's on them. Mm. I don't think it's I don't think it's me, but <laughs> I could be wrong. It's clearly not you. Um, You're awesome. <laughs> a lot of people think so. Yeah. It's a I mean I don't know. Cuz I know ever... I know I can come across as an asshole. Like I know that. Right. I'm aware of that. I understand it. I don't... You're trying to. That's the difference. Well, no, I just understand it. Oh, it's... you're not? No, I mean I You're I not understand... trying to Oh, Jesus. I understand that, that I can come, I can come across as an asshole. It's yeah. fine. It's, yeah. It's okay. I get that. And it's, it's, it's one more of those standoffish. Things. That's your sure because yeah. you're not a warm person. It's not that I'm not a warm person. I just don't oh, yeah. actively go out and try to make friends with everybody in the world because who has the time? I just want to learn from everybody. That's all right. And but in that pursuit of trying to learn from it, it can seem like they're actually like condescending, like that you really don't care. Um, because it makes it makes for good. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean it, it's. Again, like, I don't see I don't see my life through your eyes. Well, in w- with both of our like the work that we do, like yeah. we get to watch everybody ask questions or like watch yourself yeah. do it. So like I've watched all your interviews with the axe throwing show that we do, and I'm I can hear the tone. I'm like I know where you're coming from. I yeah. know where yeah. you're coming from, right? But I can see the deer in the headlights. Yeah. What the fuck's going I don't on? Think, I don't think they know what they're doing. And also, 
the the people in the axe throwing league that we do they they are the uh the people that are were never the cool kids or like in the cool click the, and they're very very hypersensitive the word, the word is reluctant they're no. reluctant to be on camera they're no, reluctant no, 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 to no. talk about their feelings they're reluctant to they're they're not open no, they're not they're listen. not wanting to talk listen though listen okay because it's they're also the people that can smell out someone making fun of them from a mile away and some perceived of them perceived or otherwise sure but they but they're very very sensitive to that and that's a that's a, a whole group of people do you think our do you think our number one players in the axe league think i'm being condescending to them nope no no nope. and those i mean if anything not at all like people taking things too seriously it's probably those guys but they're not but doing they're, it in a bad way they're not doing it in a bad way they could mm, a couple of them maybe mm. it's like you're just a little bit too serious here but, but again I, like like uh, i don't know if you're having fun i don't know if you're having fun yet um, but uh, it's it's more the people. I think there's just people who are just like, I absolutely do not want to be on camera. I absolutely do not want to talk mm-hmm. about my feelings about my last match or any well, feelings. sure, and that's that's always going to be the case. There are going to be people that don't want to be on camera, but there are people that are going to like perceive like, are you fucking with me right now? Like, I really don't want to fucking deal with you just fucking with me right now. And it's it's oh. the ability. I, I I struggle with the words to describe it because it's not like you're not being genuine. I'm being condescending. I mean, if anything, it's... You can I mean, come off as condescending. If anything, I'm not being genuine. How about that? I am I mean, I am not... I am putting on my interviewer voice, and that's about it. And it's... And, and it's, that's... And, 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 and of all my faces, of all the faces I have, Bobby, that's... I mean, that's not, like, a genuine face. When I, like... When I'm trying to put on reporter hat and try to pull information out of folks... Well, well when... I, I'll say like when you're an interviewer, when you're on camera being interviewing somebody, you're that's a perfectly that's genuine. A you're perfectly genuine and you yeah. and you do care and you're trying to make the the best on camera product that yeah. you can. All right. Um, but also in this, I think you generally do care about whatever you're talking about for the most part when you're for on when you're on camera doing it. When it's something you don't care about, that's when it can come across as condescending because you don't care about it, and it's very genuine that you don't care about it. If that makes sense, um, like I know you don't give a shit about baseball. When we talk about baseball, I know you don't care. You don't care to know any of this if, stuff. If baseball disappeared from the face of the earth, you tomorrow, would not lose any wink of sleep. You would. There was some kind of weird mandate that came out because we just got overtaken by some kind of weird dictatorship and baseball because it only represents the American ideals mm-hmm. disappeared from the face of the earth. Right. Would I give a fuck? No. But will you go into length of telling me like how these the uh what was the 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 OBS? What was the crew? The the crew the, the crew the YouTube video that you watched where oh quarter crew yeah 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 you can go into in depth passion about describing yeah. why we need to see the reflections of the lasers being shot it's from the starfire yeah it is but it? but there's a there's a stark difference in how you're talking about that than how you talk about Kenny Lofton and your ability to not distinguish between him and Kenny Loggins. You you see that right? Um, sure. There's a care, like you can tell that there's a care. Because I don't care about Kenny Lofton. I'm sure Kenny Lofton's 
a lovely human being. I mean, is he still alive? He is. I had a chance. I almost had a chance to meet him at a baseball festival, and I was going to ask him that question. Whether that okay, was my true point, or false? Going back to you meet Ken, Kenny Lofton at a baseball festival, and he asks, "You want to give me a piggyback ride? You give me a piggyback ride?" Wait, what? If Kenny Lofton asked you for a piggyback ride, would you give it to him? Uh, I'd need to ask him the question first: Of did you dog that 1996 season? <sighs> Oh come on, man! I just want to take you take me over there, please. That's all I need. I just I'll give you the ride. Just tell me the truth, man. Did you dog that season or not? Were you pissed? Come I'm on. not gonna answer that. All right, I'm gonna go over here. Exactly, and I'd have per- I'd be perfectly fine with that. It was it was like a it. So he was at a batting cage at a baseball music festival that I went to last year, 2020, right before the world shut down. I went to Arizona. Oh, this is at uh, spring. Ca- Spring training. Spring yeah, training. they have a big like music baseball festival thing going on. Because if and, that's like happening in the middle of August, I'd feel like I'd hate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. So to tie this story together, and it was the, uh, I got there, and the people that I were going to see, my brother-in-law and his wife, they had gone to the batting cages earlier, and they're like, oh, Kenny Lofton was there. He was there, like, he was the guy that, like, let you into the batting cage. And what? they basically had- What? They had like rotating stars, like through. They had like rotating people that come, would come in through. and have some batting practice. Yep, and it, that's what the whole thing was. Like, oh. so he'd have to do that for like an hour, you know, shit like that or whatever. That's gonna be a no. And for I was me. like, "Fuck! Oh, I wish I would have got there. Would have gone through because I would have asked him. Did you, did you dog the season? Did you, I here's just want to know. Here's the deal. Ready for this? Of all the people that ever existed in this entire world before this evening, I've never heard of Kenny Lofton ever before in my life. Mm-hmm. Or at least none to the make the point of like even the foggiest of recollections in my memory. Mm-hmm. The idea that that guy's getting paid to open up a batting cage for an hour sounds fucking awful. Like, for who? I don't know. How much do you think he's getting paid? Thousand bucks? Oh, more than that. Who's paying a dude I've never heard of ever who's like, and granted, yes, I know, I am not a baseball fanatic. <laughs> no, you're not even a baseball. Like, you're you're a, <laughs> okay. You're so not even connoisseur. A, you're not even agnostic fanatic. to baseball. Like you, you're just. I'm just saying baseball should not exist at all yeah, in you, any you form. I'm ready for a dictator to come and just wipe it out. Of, like it is no longer our pastime. <laughs> Time to end your evil capitalist ways. First, I'm getting rid of baseball. That's a good rap. Rob Manford. And nothing I'm getting, nothing else I'm going to, actually, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to change the economic system. I'm not going to change any kind of other laws on the books. I'm just going go, to go ahead and I'm, as a dictator, I'm going to keep all of our amendments to our constitution. I'm just going to write an extra one with a, my big pen saying, no more baseball. <laughs> and that's it. And, and then, at the end of the day, this could be a podcast. About baseball? A little bit. What other thing do we need to do? We need to do other things, including ask people, just like us, follow us, give us money. All those things that we need to do. So if you go down to the links below, we have a PayPal account. You guys feel free. If you got any value from this web, uh, from this podcast, throw this webisode. This webisode. We're, let's bring back webisodes. That's what <laughs> is we that, do. Is that what I mean, Let's yeah. do that. And then also we have a Patreon page. There's a couple of Patreon uh, challenges. I don't know what the fuck you want to call them. I don't but. know. I think it's just a weird thing. I mean, if you give us money, I'll show you a picture of my feet. 
Yeah, some are more desirable than others, but you know. Anyway, we thank you guys all for listening. Please feel free to uh, click subscribe or give us a rating of some sort. I don't know. I'm not going to beg, but just thank you. Thank you.